The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University, Inverarian District, and many, many more playing G1 products. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has rolled round in the bagpiping world, and there is tons of news stories to cover. And, yeah, as always, we never get through it on the Big Rab Show on Fuse. Each and every week, we just seem to struggle getting through the news stories. But, yes, this is where it's at at the Big Rab Show podcast. We have time to talk to you guys. So, yeah, did you enjoy last week's podcast, by the way? Uh, we actually got quite a dose of uh, commentary about it online. Very little in the way of Rab Show mail or anything like that. Uh, but just the odd comment and stuff on social media saying, yeah, you know, a lot of good reasons just to get off your backside and lift that chanter for the first time or lift the sticks because you've been procrastinating for long enough. So, yeah, I hope last week managed to give you a little bit of motivation to kind of give you a bit of a shot in the arm to get involved in piping and drumming. So, yeah, that was that's what last week's episode was all about. And some people did take up the challenge as a result. So, great to see. That's what it's all about, trying to get people involved and playing our amazing music. Now... You have clicked on this week's episode for a reason, and that reason being the title, and of course, that is this week's topic of the week. So we will get to that. A very interesting conversation, but that's coming up as topic of the week. But first of all, we need to get through the domestics. All the usual stuff that every podcast has are domestics. Yeah, if you'd like to help support the show, then you can do. Like every other podcast out there, we have a Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can help support the show, and you can help support the team and all of us as we try to put all of this content together for you guys. We go to events, we live stream things, and we interview and... All that incredible stuff that we managed to do as part of the Rab Show team. If you like any of our online content or any of the work that we do, then do consider clicking support. So, yes, become part of the Patreon faithful. And for part of your trouble, for your five bucks a month, you get tons of extra stuff. You get extra episodes, uh, including episodes of Rab Show Plus up there. You get to peek behind the curtain of what we're doing in the Rab Show. Uh, Plus... Tons of exclusive content like videos, uh, exclusive interviews, backstagey type stuff. It's there's it's a lot a lot of stuff back there. It's very very cool. Uh, so yeah, you guys who are part of the Patreon faithful, you are awesome. And uh, yeah, you already know what's back there. So but do consider heading over there. Cause really, every click of support means the world. Also, don't forget to check out our special promotions. Number one that we have going at the moment is with Rhythm Monster. A bunch of people actually using that at the moment and signing up and saving money as a result. Yes, if you want to sign up with Rhythm Monster, be it for a monthly subscription or an annual one. The annual one's actually better value, to be honest. Um, plus, again, yeah, you can use our special promo code and get 10% off just by listening to the podcast. So just use our special promo code which is Big Rab Monster when you're at the checkout and you'll get money off. 
just by listening to me talk nonsense about piping and drumming. So, also, don't forget to check out our special promotion with the Piper's Dojo. Yes, go to thegrabshow.com forward slash dojo and you can get a 30-day premium dojo membership for just $1. It's pegged as a bit of a test drive. We might have mentioned it more than once before. And yes, we would really encourage you to go and take advantage of that when it's still there. That's all I want to say on that. Uh, so, yeah, take advantage of it. That special promotion, 30 days worth of premium where we lift all the paywalls. Everything is open to you guys. You get the full premium membership experience for just $1 for 30 days. So go and take it for a spin. If you love it, great. And if not, hey, you've got 30 days worth of practice under your belt. Do you know what I mean? And you've, you know, spent a dollar. <laughs> What's not to love? So there you go. Go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo and check out that special promotion. Okay, now, a lot of people actually recently have been asking about Rab Show merch. Uh, people wanting to get their hands on hoodies and t-shirts and towels and all that stuff and wondering where they are. Well, we did tell you. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash shop is closing and it is now closed. We're no longer producing merchandise. Yeah, so if you did want to get your hands on a Rab Show hoodie or a a t-shirt or whatever they're gone we're no longer doing them so uh, yeah uh, will we be refreshing all of that and maybe launching a new line who knows don't know is the answer um but for now we are no longer selling uh rab show merch so if you do have a rab show hood or a t-shirt of that look after it that's a piece of piping history right there yeah who knows, we may be launching a brand new line. If you guys, uh, you know, clearly want the Rab Show merch to return again, then yes, you know, it may well return with new designs and all the rest. But, hey, we'll have to wait and see. Who knows, it's been suggested, actually, a number of people have said that, why don't you get Big Rab Show drum pads or chanters, or even Big Rab Show hip flasks. Now, that's been suggested as well. A lot of real cool ideas for merchandise uh, away from the hoodie and t-shirt kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The whole merchandise game is, you know, we're not a clothing distributor. At times throughout this past couple of years, we'd have struggled trying to get merchandise out the door. Uh, so, yeah, we're not clothing distributors. We're pipe band podcasters. We do do our best. Uh, so, yeah, for now, look, the shop is closed. We're no longer selling that stuff. So apologies to anyone who did want to get their hands on that stuff. Hey, we did forewarn you. We did tell you the shop was closing. Uh, ah, well, we can't please everyone, I suppose. Right, swiftly moving on. Now, each and every week, we open our mailbox to Rab Show Mail, listener mail, uh, which you guys send us in your emails, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, this past week, actually, on the email front, has been dead quiet. The social media front, however, has been really active. We've been getting a lot of commentary over on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account as well, receiving a lot of tweets in for a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, very little in the way of actual email. So this past week actually has been, you can see tumbleweeds kind of rolling through our inbox, which is, you know, I'm actually counting my blessings. It's been nice this week. It's been real quiet on the email front. So yes, let's fix that. Let's get back to business, folks. If you want to get in contact with us, please do email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Plus, of course, we want voicemails. We really want your voicemails if you have a question or even a topic of the week suggestion or any kind of commentary at all on anything that we've discussed over this last, I don't know, 160-odd episodes, then definitely get in contact with us. That email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. 
All right. It's been a busy week this week, folks. So before we get into the topic of the week, of course, we have to delve into the piping news. And uh, before we get into it, no, we are not that podcast that would tell you that snare drums have slinkies. Moving on, uh, yeah, into other piping news, biggest news story that dropped just today when I am recording this. Uh, Glasgow Police Pipe Band have announced their new pipe major. Now, this actually came around quite quickly. Now, we did read the story not too long ago about how Alistair McLaren had stepped down as pipe major of Glasgow Police and is returning home to his native Australia. And this did leave Glasgow Police Pipe Band in a bit of a shaky spot because this close to the season, well, it's nearly three months now, until May, you know, kick off of the season with the first major. It's not the best timing, really. But, uh, hey, you know, <laughs> Alistair moved for all the right reasons, so I'm not criticising that for a second. Uh, so, but, yeah, it put Glasgow Police in a bit of a worrying position, having to change the guy at the helm. And, yes, they made an announcement saying that Duncan Nicholson will take up the post of Pipe Major again. Now, this is great news. Duncan, obviously, was Pipe Major of Glasgow Polis back in 2010 through till 2015, I think. Mm, this could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But I think it was 2010 to 2015. He was definitely Pipe Major of Glasgow Police Pipe Band whenever they recorded their celery or calorie concert, whenever way you want to pronounce it. Uh, so, yeah, whenever they recorded their big pre-Worlds concert, that's when he was PM. Now, he's quite famous in the bagpiping world, and for good reason. He's incredibly gifted, and he's actually a real prolific whistle player as well. He's quite well-known for playing in a lot of different Cayley and folk bands and Celtic bands and stuff. You know, so he's very well-known in the folk music scene. As well, obviously, as being a grade one pipe major for Glasgow Police. So here he is. He's now taking up the helm again at Glasgow Police. And, yeah, I think the band are more than excited to have him at the forefront. And, yeah, the band themselves have said that there is lots of positive positivity and a sense of direction and all of that now that the new pipe major has been appointed. We've yet to have an actual statement from Duncan Nicholson himself, uh, but overall, I think feelings from the band, from whispers I've been hearing from behind the scenes, they're all very excited uh, because Duncan done an incredible job back when he was PM in 2010 and all the way up to 2015. So it's great to see him back at the helm again. We all know that he can do the job and do it incredibly well. Um, but yeah, it'll be very interesting to see because Glasgow Police has changed a lot in those five years since he was last in charge. So, uh, hey, it's going to be an interesting season, seeing how Glasgow Police are going to run here. So, new pipe major, new style of playing. Do we think that we're going to see much changes in material? I doubt it very much at this stage, to be honest. I doubt very much that Duncan will come in and start sweeping changes, like scrapping an entire medley set and... You know, here's the new medley, guys, I want you all to play. You know, you spent all winter learning this one. Well, stick it in the bin. I will have a whole new set for you to play. I doubt very much that will happen. So, but anyway, it'll be very interesting to watch all the same. So, I wish you the best of luck, Duncan Nicholson, in your role as new pipe major. And uh, I dare say it'll be very, very interesting. I'll be glued. Okay, there's quite a lot of announcements happening in the piping world this past while. And the Piping Society, or sorry, the Scottish Piping Society of London made a bit of an announcement not too long ago saying that they have a competition and an evening recital which is going to be happening in the Caledonian Club in Belgravia. Now, that's all sorts of interesting because it features Andrew Bova and Jonathan Greenlees. Ooh. 
Now, you can actually buy tickets for this. They're 15 quid for members or 20 quid for non-members of the Piping Society. And, yeah, all you have to do is go to scottishpipingsocietyoflondon.co.uk for more ticket information. Hmm. There you go. So you'll be promised to an evening recital, as well as including a feed of haggis, neeps and tatties. So what's not to love, hey? You get a feed of meat and a lock of spuds and some good proper tunes. So there you go. Well worth checking out. Go along to that scottishpipingsocietyoflondon.co.uk for more ticket information. Now, this past weekend, uh, yeah, I think, well, I know very little about this other than it's kind of seen as the International Bagad Championships. Now, I don't know if this is pegged as a national championship, international, or it's like it's basically a world championship of Bagad music. Now, I know very little about the whole Breton music scene and all of that, but I'm fascinated with it. And, you know, you get to see all of these bands that I have heard countless times, such as Bagad Cap Caval, Bagad Kemper. Uh, you know, all these bands have been busy in competing mode this past weekend with some incredible performances. These are bands that stand on stage with 40, 50 members plus. You have lines of Highland bagpipers. You have lines of guys playing bombards. You know, the kind of really high-pitched and shrill and real piercing sound chanters. Incredible stuff. Plus, you have full percussion lines with guys shaking things and smacking bits of metal together and playing cajones and big congas. And then you have a full snare line, of course. Plus, you have bass drummers that don't just play one bass drum. They play, like, half a dozen. It's it's insane just how creative this music is and simply spellbound. And I I was glued to watching all of this. Um, But I have to give a shout, actually, to G1 Reed's. Uh, G1 seem to be really dominating the market when it comes to Breton music. And um, I say that, and I don't you know, say it just because you know, we're sponsored by hashtag G1. Uh, if they were sponsored by any other kind of, you know, read company, I would still read this story. It's really quite fascinating. The bands that finished in the top six all play G1 Chanders and Reads. Now, we did talk about it at Rab Show Live that they were launching a brand new Breton chanter. And this was the G1 chanter called the Do chanter. Basically spelt how it said, the Do, D-O. The Do chanter. Now, all of these bands who placed in the top six were all playing G1 chanter, Do chanters, along with their Platinum Reed setup. So, yeah, all the top six bands in the grade one championship so that's all sorts of interesting so yeah i have to say congratulations to bagad crevin alray now my french is terrible that's probably how you don't pronounce that but um yeah and all sorts of other bands it was in the cap caval obviously uh rosmander local mendon say this is stuff that rab got wrong uh let me see was it kelvin alray i think were the band who finished the top spot or RA, or I, I see I can't pronounce stuff in French. I can just about talk English. Uh, so, aye, that competition happened this past weekend, full of uh, Breton music, and it was just simply fascinating. I was glued to it, actually. A good lot of people from the UK band scene were actually involved in this. I know a lot of guys out of Inverary were involved in various different Breton bands, including Jock Elliott, I think, from G1, was actually over there trying to help bands set these new do chanters and stuff. Um, also, I think uh, Matthew Shaw, actually, lead tipper with Ravara, current grade 2, World Drum Corps Champions. Uh, Matthew was over there playing with one of the bands as well as part of that whole thing. And, uh, you know, I'll be really interested to catch up with Matthew this season and get talking to him about, obviously, becoming world champion uh, with Ravara. But also, I want to talk to him about his experience with all the Breton music and what's it like for a snare drummer. 
you know? Is the snare drumming different from Breton music to what we do, you know, on Scottish pipe band snare drumming? It's very interesting stuff. So I'm going to have to catch up with them and chat all about that. If you are interested, though, you can head along to g1reads.com. Of course, they've uploaded tons of video footage of all the performances of these bands who play their products. And it really is worth a listen. You know, even... If you listen to the first one, no matter what one you click on and you listen to it for like two minutes, you think, oh, this isn't for me. It's a bit weird, a bit random. Stick with it. It's a certain kind of musicality that's simply fascinating. The way the pipes kind of cut in and out and everything and these, um, you know, what do you call it? The Breton Bombard things. They're, they're incredible. And they seem to be really difficult to play as well. And there's no room for error. There's no room to hide. Like, you hear these things. They hit you right between the eyes. So, very fascinating. I've been glued watching all of these performances. Very, very fascinating stuff. So, there you go. Shout out to G1 Reads. So you obviously had a great weekend there with all top six bands playing the products. Top class stuff. All right. Moving things on, and moving them a little closer to home, I should say, the Kalabaki Solos are, yeah, they've just announced that they're opening their doors again. This will be the 33rd annual Solos held in Kalabaki. This will be in Kalabaki College, obviously, just outside Balamina, on Saturday the 4th of April. Now, as far as where to send your entry forms and any rules and all that kind of stuff, that hasn't been put out there yet. But for now, we have a date, we have a location, so, yeah, get that in your calendars. April 4th, Kalabaki Solos. There you are. You've heard it here first. Now, another date for your calendar would have to be possibly one of the biggest things that's going to be dropping in the bagpiping world. And I don't say that likely. This is going to be a huge deal. Now, of course, I'm talking about the RSPBA Annual General Meeting, or AGM. I can't tell you just how how epic this meeting's going to be and why you should be interested in this. There's going to be so much discussed at this meeting, and this is where the hammer falls. All right? Now, I don't say that likely. This year's RSPBA AGM is where the hammer is going to fall. At the moment, currently, all the arguing and bickering that's been going on on social media, all to do with the RSPBA headquarters debacle, as I've been calling it, And we've dedicated, what, three episodes to this nonsense now? Well, we reckon we will be wrapping it up with part number four whenever the AGM happens. Because I'm sure you all know that Chief Executive Ian Ambleton promised in November last year to, yeah, publish all of the financials and all of the documentation in relation to the headquarters redevelopment and refurbishment that will all get published, and members of the association will finally get their hands on all of that information. That was back in November. We were told that it would take you know, a very short time to put it together, and that it would be published within a matter of days of that branch meeting in Northern Ireland. Well, unfortunately, November came and went, so did December, so did January, and we're here sitting in February still waiting. Now, what the holdup is, we don't know. We have no idea. Because whenever you consider that the charity regulator who was investigating the RSPBA about their financial irregularities, apparently, um, yeah, they asked for the financial information. They asked for various different kinds of evidence and such, and the association were able to give it to them at the click of a finger. So, very strange how the information was very quickly provided to the charity regulator, but yet us as members who've been requesting it uh, for quite a while now, yeah, we haven't got it, and we'll probably never get it we're hoping at agm that 
this will be raised and that bands members were promised this so yeah once we get this information we're hoping that this will wrap up the topic and yes that we can finally agree with the charity regulator and say yes there's nothing to see here um hey ho boys the story's over you know great then we can get on with concentrating on competing and that's what it should be about you know so this AGM will be a big one. Now, it's going to be held on March the 14th. And the venue is going to be always the Trade House in Glassford Street in Glasgow. Now, why isn't it being held in the new fancy headquarters is a question that we haven't got an answer to, like many others. But you would think that having a brand new headquarter building, you'd want to show it off. So why not throw your annual general meeting there? And then why not give the people who are there a bit of a tour of the new building? You know what I mean? I don't know, but this is this is me trying to be logical here, and why why should logic apply? You know. Anyway, so this is happening on the fourteenth of March. Get that in your calendar, and please make sure that your band is represented at this meeting. If you have a band rep and they have plans to go to the AGM, make sure that they're going, and make sure that they know exactly what you want them to talk about and how to vote and all different things. You know, so yeah, make sure that your band views are represented at this meeting. It's going to be incredibly important. So there you go. You've been told, get that in your calendars. You need to go. Swiftly moving on then, uh, the New Zealand Nationals actually are coming up very soon on Friday the 13th of March. It's the day before the AGM. Yeah, so the competition starts on the Friday, the 13th, at 9am. This is going to be all sorts of interesting. This is going to be in Queen's Park Cricket Grounds in Invercargill. So this is the 13th and 14th of March, the New Zealand Nationals. Now, I'm all sorts of excited for this. Now, whether we'll actually see any live-streamed footage or anything from this event, we don't know. We have yet to hear whether there will be plans to live-stream this or not. We really hope so. It would be great to catch some of the piping action from New Zealand. Uh, But as yet, we have yet to hear anything about any live streaming from New Zealand. If anyone out there knows if there will be any live streaming from New Zealand, please get in contact with us. We would love to be able to share that information out there and uh, hopefully send the link out so everyone internationally can watch this. Because, yeah, I know me on the 13th and 14th. I'll actually book time off work to go and watch this. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm dead excited for the New Zealand Nationals. So, yeah, some incredibly talented bands there in New Zealand. So I'm very excited for that. So good luck, everyone. That's coming up shortly, actually. So I'm sure you're all deep in preparations at the moment. So that kicks off on the 13th of March through to the 14th. And we'll hopefully have some, yeah, new New Zealand champions. Woo! <laughs> okay. Shout out to Livingston Caledonian Pipe Band. Yes, we made a bit of an announcement this past week. Um, they've actually confirmed the appointment of Tammy Smith as their new lead tipper. Yeah! Go on, Tammy, you legend. Now, Tammy's like me. She's been drumming since she was nine years old. And she started her drumming career with Seafield and District Pipe Juvenile Pipe Band. There you go. Now, at the tender age of 11, she joined her picking and Bathgate in grade 2 under the leadership of Callum Firth. And this gives a little bit of a history here. But this last couple of years, Tammy has actually been competing with Scottish Fire and Rescue Pipe Band in grade 2. So now she's decided to join Livingston Caledonian as their new lead tipper. So they're also they're welcoming all drummers if you are wanting to take up the challenge of playing in grade 3. And, uh, and, and all of that, but you need to be of a grade 3 standard, of course, and have experience, if, pl- if possible, at this stage. So yeah, just get in contact with Tammy herself, Tammy Smith, or indeed Livingston Caledonian Pipe Band, 
And yeah, so Tammy, we wish you well on your new appointment. And to everyone there at Livingston Caledonian, have the best season. We're interested to see what Tammy brings to the back line. And yeah, a whole fresh new approach to the back line. So that, yeah, very interesting stuff. So yeah, have a good season, guys. Give us a shout. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, I wanted to talk about the Belfast International Tattoo. Yes, I know this is February. Yes, I know the tattoo doesn't happen in Belfast until September. Why am I even talking about it now? Well, the reason why I wanted to talk to you about it is because they made a bit of an announcement not too long ago uh, telling you who some of the acts were going to be at the tattoo. Now, this will be the 80th anniversary of the Battle of Britain. Hmm. So they have some special plans for this. They have the band of the Royal Air Force College will be appearing, as well as the Queen's Colour Squadron. They're backed by popular demand. So also there will be a special drum corps from Switzerland. Ooh, as to who the special drum corps are, they have yet to be confirmed, but they're just noted down as drum corps forward slash Switzerland. And everyone's all dead excited, wondering who that is. Is it the guys called Top Secret? Or, mm, I don't know, dead exciting. Now, we also have, of course, the pipe bands announced. We have the Belfast International Tattoo Pipes and Drums, as always. Cracking. And we also then we have also the Swiss Highlanders from Switzerland, so that's gonna be interesting. We also have the West Coast Highlanders from Scotland, and then we have Delta City Police Pipes and Drums from Canada. Go on the Delta City. Awesome stuff. So yes, the Belfast International Tattoo living up to its international title, and they'll open its doors on the fourth of September, and then two shows on the fifth. So that's the Friday and Saturday. So fourth of September, fifth of September. Go grab tickets for it now and avoid disappointment because trust me, as the rest of the you know performers and all of that get announced, then avoid disappointment. Uh, so yeah, you don't miss out on a ticket, and then you're messaging me going, "Oh, Rob, I didn't get a ticket." Go now, go to the SSE Arena box office, go and grab tickets for your Belfast tattoo, and then enjoy the show. You've been warned. So, speaking of tickets, by the way, you guys have been messaging me in this past week or so, asking about tickets for Gary Smith's Charity Night. Of course, the Kids with Cancer Charity Concert, which is this weekend as I'm recording this. It's actually on Saturday. This has been recorded on Wednesday. So this weekend is the Kids with Cancer Charity Night. And I cannot tell you just how stupidly excited I am. And I said it on Fuse last night. This is really a piece of piping history. This, And I don't say that lightly. We have so many world champion and former world champion solo snare drummers on that stage. All at one time. This is going to be something epic. Do you know what I mean? Plus, we have the biggest names in the piping game as well. We've got Pipe Major Chris Armstrong, Pipe Major Stuart Little is going to be there. Ah, come on! This event is going to be insane. And I cannot wait to try and raise as much money as possible for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. Now, for all of you out there who may be sitting at home right now, wherever you're living internationally, and thinking to yourself, oh, I can't get to that. Sure, I'm thousands of miles away. Well... Do not worry. If you don't have a ticket and you can't get through the door, or even if you're international and you can't come to it at all, we have you covered, as always. The Big Rab Show will be there with bells on. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be live streaming from the event itself, so don't worry. We will be covering the event, so you can watch it online, go to the Rab Show Facebook page, and we'll be streaming bits from the concert and stuff, so there you go. Now, we're not going to be streaming the entire thing. 
That's one thing I really want to stress. Whenever we cover concerts and things and live events such as this, where there's a ticketed entry, we don't film the entire thing. If you guys want to see the entire thing, then the onus is on you to go and buy a ticket and go and see it. Now, yes, I understand there are people living internationally, and yeah, if they bought a ticket, they'd also have to buy uh, so many odd thousand dollars worth of flights and hotels to get there. I understand that, so yeah... I hope that we manage to give you guys a bit of a flavour as what's happening on stage that night by live streaming little clips and stuff. And I'm sure later on there will become all sorts of YouTube clips and videos as people on the night will be filming it too on their phones and such, I'm sure. So, yeah, tune in to The Big Rap Show on Facebook this weekend as we will be live streaming from Gary Smith's charity event. Also... One thing that I really wanted to announce on the podcast this week is the live charity auction. Now, at this event, at Gary Smith's fundraising night, there is a charity auction. On the night, there's all sorts of incredible prizes that have been donated by all the sponsors. All pipe band, piping and drumming based sponsors who donate so many incredible prizes come on yeah if you wanted to get yourself uh i don't know a set of sticks a drum pad a chanter even i think they have sets of pipes and drums so much stuff it's simply incredible i can't sit here and list it all because gary smith has published photos upon photos upon photos of all this stuff that you can get your hands on and a lot of it are real collector's items some of it would really help someone who's starting off learning and you know ah, so much stuff So, yes, there will be a charity auction available for people at the event. Now, the event is sold out, so we're talking, well, nearly about 400-odd people will be there. So, yeah, those people in the room will be able to bid for a certain item. And the money, obviously, from the sale of this product will, yeah, all go to charity. So, yeah, it's a charity auction. So, this is open to you guys online as well. Now, I have to stress that. We will be live streaming the charity auction and we are open to online bids. Now, the auction will be deliberately slowed down so that you guys online have the opportunity to outbid people in the room. Now, what I would suggest to you is go along to the Rab Show Facebook page this weekend and follow along the action of the concert as it happens. I think it's either at the halfway stage or possibly near the end of the concert itself, there is this charity auction. Be prepared to watch that live stream and have your bid typed in as soon as humanly possible. Don't wait. Don't wait to see how the bidding in the room goes. Say to yourself, you know, I would spend $10, $20 on that. I would spend $30 on that. Whatever, you know, if it's a, I don't know, for example, a signed Celtic football. I think there's one of those. If you're a Celtic football club fan and you want to get your hands on that football, then, you know, type in how much you'd be willing to pay and that would be your bid. And, you know, you could possibly outbid someone in the room and you could be successful. And then we'll mail that to you and, you know, sort the the donation out with PayPal, all that sort of stuff. So we've done it before. We've done it at the previous two events. And, um, yeah, the online thing, we will deliberately slow the auction down to give you guys an opportunity to get your bid in. Now, we are aware that live stream can be on a little slight time delay. So that's why we are deliberately slowing the auction down. So this is to allow for online bids. So get yourself on the Rab Show Facebook page this weekend. Check out all the action, the piping, the drumming, and all the amazingness. Plus check out that charity auction 
very important because we want to try and raise as much money for this incredible charity as possible. Plus, you can get your hands on tons of pipe band swag, you know? Now, some of the stuff that's on there, like there's chanters there from McCallum, and I think this product's there from G1 Reads. There's drumbrellas as well. There's, you know, drum pads and sticks till they're coming out your ears. There's so many, so many products that have been kindly donated by so many amazing companies. Yeah, you could get yourself a bargain. You know what I mean? But hey, it's a bargain, but the money's going to charity at the same time. So there you go. Check that out at the weekend. Now, also, for you podcast listeners, you are not neglected. We will be producing a special episode of the podcast all from this incredible event. So as I hit the stop button on my recorder tonight, uh, yeah, I'll be busy in preparations, getting ready for the podcast to be produced at this event. Now, I will be talking to some of the biggest names in the piping game, such as Stephen McWhorter, Jim Kilpatrick, Rachel Tom, Chris Armstrong, Stuart Little, you know, some of the big guns. So, yeah, if you do have any questions at all for any of the names mentioned that are be performing at this event, then definitely get your questions in and get them in now. When you're listening to this podcast, send them in now. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. It's very important that you email it to us as well, by the way, uh, because sometimes messages on Facebook Messenger and things like that can drop off and we lose them. So email your questions. To any of these big guns, if you have any questions at all, email us. BigRabShow at gmail.com So, that's what we're going to be up to this weekend. Tons of work ahead of us, but we're dead excited. Now, it's not just me involved. It's going to be Andrew Shilliday. It's going to be there as well. Plus, other members of the Rab Show team will all be helping out at this event. We dare say this will be a piece of pipe band history that we are so excited to be a part of. We've been behind the scenes trying to organize this alongside Gary Smith. So we can appreciate the sheer volume of work that goes into this event because, you know, we've been working alongside him. Uh, so, yeah, we do hope that the people who land through the door on the night will enjoy themselves. We, that will be. It'll be an incredible night. Very excited for this. Okay. Gary Smith's night aside. Let's fly on. I have to give a shout out to Heron Valley. You. Now, why am I giving a shout to Heron Valley? Well, very yeah, very quickly. They have just announced that they have finished writing their new album. Ooh. They've just finished writing it, which means that they have to get their backside in the studio and get it recorded. Apparently, they're going to be heading to the studio in April. So we will hopefully see a brand new album from Heron Valley, which I'm all sorts of stupidly excited about. Now, recently, their bagpiper, Kyle, Kyle Howe, used to be playing with the guys at Heron Valley. But I think the piper's now changed. Uh, is it Harry from the Red Hot Chilies? I could be wrong. This could be stuff that Rob got wrong. But I don't know. I think Heron Valley recently changed their bagpipers. So this could change potentially the content of their album as a result. So very interesting. As things develop, of course, with Heron Valley's new release, then we'll certainly let you guys know. If you haven't he- heard Heron Valley before... Where have you been? They've been involved in the Celtic music and folk music scene now for such a long time. They're kind of a mainstay now. They're part of the furniture. So, yeah, cracking band, some incredible music coming from Heron Valley, and they've toured the world. You know, these guys know their stuff. So go and check them out if you haven't already. And, yeah, I'm dead excited to hear their new release, which hopefully will be recorded in April. Hmm. Okay, shout out to Alt Neve Pipe Band. Woo! 
who are doing a wee spot of fundraising by holding a big breakfast. Now, this will be held on the same Martin, same morning, actually, as the AGM, the annual general meeting by RSPBA. So, yeah, if you're in the Altnave area, and, yeah, if you want to get a decent breakfast or a big fry, then you can head along to Altnave House. This will be held Saturday 14th, and the doors open at 8.30, AM and close again at twelve thirty. So you yeah, head down there, get yourselves a massive big Ulster fry, and yeah, help raise some money for Altnave Memorial Pipe Band as they are looking forward to this incoming season. Hmm. Now I think I mentioned this last week on the podcast, but I just wanted to briefly mention it again. Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton are launching their spring tour. I might have mentioned this before. Uh, so yeah, twenty ninth of February, they're kicking things off in the old King's Head and Belper. And then, yeah, taking it all throughout Scotland. Now, ourselves in the Big Rap Show, we actually have plans to attend one of these gigs. So, yeah, they're all throughout Scotland. Uh, Inverness, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Ullapool, Stirling, all over the shop. So, Ross Ainsley, Ali Hutton, going to be thumping out some big tunes as part of their Symbosis Spring Tour. Very exciting stuff. So, yeah, us in the Rap Show, no doubt, will hopefully hang, hang out with the guys, Ross and Ali, and get a chat with them here on the podcast, hopefully, with a bit of luck. And uh, this could be something for the Patreon folk as well. We may have some special plans hanging out at this gig uh, with Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton for some of the Patreon faithful. <laughs> there you go. No, I did mention there about the Red Hot Chilies. And I think last week's podcast I mentioned how they announced their UK tour. And yes, well, they're, uh, yeah, they're flying... From the UK to the America to the United States of America. Yeah, so they're playing in all over the United States. Actually, quite a comprehensive list of dates throughout the United States. They're playing in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Santa Clara, Colorado Springs. Uh, just far too many places to mention, to be honest. Hashtag lists. Uh, so you can go along, check out the Red Hot Chili Pipers on their social media, where all their tour dates are. And uh, they're touring all the way from the start of March through to the start of April. So the full month worth of touring. <coughs> Excuse me. All the way through March. So, yeah, shout out to the Red Hot Chilies. Taking a wee trip to America and bringing some bag rock to the masses. Fair play to these guys. So for more details, of course, check them out on social media. There you are. Okay, now it's less than three weeks, actually, until this year's Scottish Schools Pipe Band Championships. Now, this is an event that we've been following in the Rab Show now for quite a while, uh, because some real up-and-coming talent comes through this competition from the Scottish Schools. Now, yeah... And some of the music produced at this is quite incredible as well. Now, it's all going to be held in Kilmarnock. It's going to be on the 8th of March and has been running now for quite a while. And like I said, you can go back and watch it on YouTube and all that sort of stuff. You can watch various clips of all these school pipe bands in in concert kind of thing. They, they, they put on a mini show. Each school goes on there and they stand in concert formation and I think part of it is they they play like a standard MSR. And then the other part of it is free reign. They can be as creative as they like. And I've seen some schools out there playing with rock bands, you know, guitars and drums and keyboards and all this sort of stuff. But I've also seen ones being played along with brass instruments and, you know, piano and all sorts of different traditional instruments, borons and whistles and fiddles. Very, very creative stuff. And when you consider these are school kids. School kids. Aged between 12 and 16. It's insane, some of the talent of these kids. So, yeah. 
Scottish Gold Championships opens its doors in less than three weeks' time on the 8th of March. We're going to be all sorts of excited for that. So, yeah, we'll keep you posted. And whether there's plans to live stream it or not, don't know. Have no idea. Now, the RSPBA themselves, our good friends at RSPBA, actually put out an announcement that was nothing to do with financials or any kind of controversy. It was a gentle reminder to all bands of when they when they had to return their trophies. Yes, if you won a trophy at the British, you need to have it returned to the association by the 24th of April. If you won a trophy at the UK's, you need it back by the 15th of May. I'm reading off a list, aren't I? Hashtag lists. For more information, <laughs> you can go to rspba.org. The full list is up there, of course, of when you lifted your trophy, which competition it is, and when you have to have the trophies handed back. Now... We are aware that there is fines involved. If you don't hand your trophy back on time, you can be fined. And we've heard various different stories of trophies not being returned on time and bands actually being slapped with quite a big financial penalty because you do get charged so much per trophy. You know, if you bypass that target date that you need to have a back by. So let's say, for example, you won the Euros, the European Championships, and you walked away with first place, first on piping, and you maybe lifted the drumming as well. So that's, what, three different trophies, right? You need to have all three trophies back by the 29th of May. If you don't, you can get charged for each one of those trophies. You can end up with three different fines for one competition. And like these fines would really add up as well. Like they're not small fish. Now you guys understand, piping and drumming's not a cheap thing. So yeah, whenever a band actually gets financial penalties for not handing back trophies, that can that can be quite a big deal. So yes, <laughs> the obviously the rule of thumb is that all of your trophies can be returned at the RSPBA AGM, which will be held on the fourteenth of March. Or you can use all of the other associated dates throughout the rest of the season through May, June and July. And that's your target date. But yeah, most bands do hand their trophies back at the AGM. So yeah, there you go. You've been forewarned. RSPBA have put an announcement on their site saying we want our trophies back. Give them back. So there you are. You've been told. All right. Moving swiftly on, the Glasgow Eust and Barra Association are holding their 75th annual piping competition now what makes this one all sorts of interesting is that it's an invitational this will be held on saturday the 7th of march in the national piping center now the doors open at 9 a.m and uh consist of pbrook msr and a hornpipe and jig now whenever you read the list of pipers who are competing at this this is gonna be good so you have alistair henderson Angus McCall, Ben Duncan, Callum Beaumont, Connor Sinclair, Finley Johnson, Glenn Brown, Gordon McCready, Ian Spears, Niall Stewart, Roddy McLeod, Sandy Cameron, and Sarah Muir. Ooh, that's quite a lineup. And then, so on the day itself, your judges then are Chris Armstrong, Colin McClellan, and Patricia Henderson. So they have their work cut out for them. Tickets for this are 12 quid, or if you're under 16, it could be 6 quid by concession. You need to go and check this out. This event will be all sorts of insane for piping fans. So you'll have Peabrook competition, MSR, and Hornpipe and Jig. You have a full day worth of piping action there at the National Piping Centre on Saturday, the 7th of March. So for more information, of course, go to the National Piping Centre's website. Okay, now recently here in Northern Ireland, we got a little bit of a sneak peek saying that Antrim competition will be happening this year. Apparently, it attracts around 3,000 visitors, and yeah, this one's expected uh, to be happening in Antrim Castle Gardens. 
in the month of June. Now, we also were told that the council, the Borough Council, that is, has dedicated 15 grand to run this event. Now, that's not chump change. So, 15 grand it costs to run such an event, which is not small fish. Now, this is quite interesting. A lot of district councils out here in Northern Ireland at the moment are making announcements saying their competitions are going ahead. However, our Pipe Band Association haven't said anything yet. There's been no formal announcement from our association telling us which competitions are happening and which ones aren't. Instead, we're hearing it from district councils. Which is really unusual, to be honest. Normally, we do hear it from the horse's mouth, our Pipe Band Association, and we can take that as a given. But this past couple of years, it's been very random. We've had very little in the way of communication, and last year, in fact, I think it wasn't until May, whenever the season kicked off properly, we were still asking, where's our calendar? What competitions are happening? And hey, it's 2020, and... You know, new decade, new approach. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're still doing the same old thing. It looks like, yeah, we have no confirmation of any competitions happening right now. So we're waiting currently. We're seeing all of these news stories dropping in national newspapers and everything about competitions in the UK and that they're happening. And But our RSPBA have said nothing. So we don't know. Basically, don't go booking your travel arrangements, your hotels, all that stuff. Don't book anything yet uh, because... Yeah, if there's anything to be said, yeah, is that we don't know when it will be happening until we hear it from RSPBA, who are the facilitators of the event, then we have to wait and see. All right. I have to give a shout then for the Metro Cup. Of course, you guys knew I was going to talk about the Metro Cup. It was this past weekend, and I have to say, some of the piping action and the drumming action too, actually, was uh, absolutely stellar, I have to say. So the RSPBA World Solo Drumming uh, event was a pre-qualifier event actually the metro cup so very very interesting the top four from this event actually managed to qualify for the world solos so a lot of big names were in here actually so congratulations goes to eli fugit there you go well done eli now eli of course is snare drummer with the mighty st lawrence the tool and absolutely played a storm so well done eli uh, second place went to Derek cooper of course coming off the back of his gold medal win at winter storm so congratulations he's pre-qualified as well we also have eric mcneil he's pre-qualified and finished up third well done eric and bringing in the fourth spot then was richard bachman who has picked up another qualifying spot at the world solos now this pre-qualifying thing we've said this before in the rab show podcast is that it's really really important you know it makes a huge difference whenever it comes to the world solos you don't have that extra run to do so yeah congratulations to those four who have now been pre-qualified for the world solos that makes a huge difference whenever you're going to consider yeah getting to that final do you know what i mean so yeah congratulations guys being pre-qualified qualified makes a whole world of difference on to the pipe and then of course winner overall on the day was nick hudson whoa well done nick and uh yeah he won it on pbrook preference as well so well done to nick uh second then overall i think was matt mcisaac i think it was second matt was second in the pbrook so yeah what i would urge you actually to go and have a listen to was uh, the medley, uh, the medley competition, and the one that really blew me out of the water was Alex Gandhi. Alex actually managed to pick up the top spot actually in the medley selections. Alex Gandhi won the medley at the Metro Cup, and you need to go and have a listen to it because 
I'm a drummer, and even this blew my socks off. It was simply brilliant. Well done, Alex Gandhi. That really impressed me. Such a great set. And uh, yeah, you can go back and listen to it all. The entire thing was live streamed. So thank you guys at the Metro Cup for live streaming it for all of us living internationally. Um, and the funny thing, it's great to see events like this providing live streaming. You know, all of these events happening internationally and they're all being live streamed. There's another event there. Uh, the Bonnie Music Invi- Music Invitational. Bonnie Music Memorial Invitational happened this past weekend as well. Congratulations to Alan Bevan, by the way, who picked it up. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> well done. That was live streamed as well. Thanks to the BC Pipers Association's Facebook page, the entire thing was live streamed. So... Yeah, Metro Cup was live streamed, which was just brilliant to be able to watch it all. And then we managed to watch the Bonnie Bonnie Music Memorial Invitation. It was all live streamed as well. Could this be a sign of things to come? There is a very clear demand for live streaming out there. So I just don't know. Yeah, that's another topic of the week there, isn't it? All right, let's fly on. (laughs) Oh, controversial. Yes, I wanted to talk about RSPBA and their recent announcement talking about how they're not going to be investigated by the uh, charity regulator. We may well have talked about it on last week's podcast and briefly mentioned it. And yes, that's the case. The charity regulator came out and said, yep, we're not investigating you anymore, guys. No story here. And uh, then we found that wasn't the whole truth. That the RSPBA actually got a bit of a rap along the knuckles saying that we need more transparency. Well... National newspapers managed to catch a hold of this story. And the headline of the story that was published was... When you hear this? Pipe up next time you splurge one million quid. Which was really quite scathing. And whenever you read the article, which was published in the Daily Record newspaper, it was really cutting of the RSPBA. Uh, Yeah, it was clearly written from the point of view that they were not a fan of what the RSPBA were doing. So... Mm, the Daily Record newspapers certainly don't seem to be fans of the RSPBA. Whenever you read the article, it was really quite scathing. Ugh, desperate stuff. So, yeah, rather than read the article and start picking sides or whatever, I don't normally pick sides anyway. Um, but very interesting story. It did seem to be that the RSPBA statement didn't give the whole truth. It did tell us the truth that they wanted to tell us, uh, which was, yep, we're not being investigated anymore. Hey-ho. But now there does appear to be more to it about how the RSPBA needs to work on transparency and involving the membership in things such as decision-making. So, hey, very interesting stuff. So will that actually happen or not? Will Mr. Ian Hamilton and co actually heed the warning by the regulator don't know i guess we'll have to wait and see won't we yeah swiftly moving on pipe major donald mcleod mbe memorial competition will be opening its doors again this incoming year friday the 3rd of april going to be held in the clatter inn in james street in stornoway now the reason why i'm drawing your attention to this is because it's pegged as the world masters of piping well, yeah, that's who's going to be playing at it anyway. Featuring eight of the top world's pipers. We have Willie McCallum, Angus McCall, Niall Stewart, Sarah Muir, Connor Sinclair, Gordon McCready, Ian Spears, and of course, Stuart Little. This event's going to be held Friday, 3rd of April. And for more information, of course, you can 
check it out on social media there's tons of adverts everywhere and with all your contact details and where you can get tickets for this so there you go whether this will be live streamed or not i don't know we'll have to wait and see so swiftly moving on to ourselves at the big rab show team at the moment uh we are putting the word out there we actually need some volunteers we need some help from you guys so no matter where you're listening to this show right now if you think that you can help us on the Rab Show team, we really need you to get in contact with us, especially if you're based in Northern Ireland. We need some help to cover the Northern Ireland competition season, and that's no lie. Uh, we, are, we need help with live streaming, with all sorts of organizational stuff behind the scenes, all of that. So if you have experience in the bagpiping world, if you know how to hold a camera or operate a smartphone on social media, all that sort of madness, any experience in that at all, great if not don't worry still get in contact with us because yeah we want to hear from people who are keen to help and help promote piping and drumming as far and as wide as possible and yeah specifically from the northern ireland perspective we want to try and cover the northern irish season if possible so if you would like to help us and yeah feel that you can be a part of the rab show team then definitely email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com we're very keen to hear from you we do need to have an extra pair of hands folks if possible to come along and help us Okay, I really want to give a shameless plug this week, and a shameless plug, no doubt. I want to give a shameless plug to Harris Kilts, because, yeah, this past weekend, I actually managed to visit Harris Kilts. They're up in Sandy Row in Belfast, and just hang out with the guys up there at Harris Kilts. And, uh, yeah, they actually performed a little bit of kilt first aid on uh, a kilt of mine. Um, that was getting a little bit tight, to be honest. Yeah, big rabs getting bigger. Uh, so the kilt had to be kind of let out a little bit with buckles moved and things so <clears throat> very long story short that yeah they performed a little bit of first aid on my kilt and it took all of 20 minutes and the whole thing was like new and it fit like a glove and uh yeah i could breathe again <laughs> in my kilt so yeah shout out to harris kilts you guys are awesome Thank you so much for all of your help with that kilt, and now it fits like a glove. And uh, also, yeah, we'll be talking more about Harris Kilts going forward in this next few months. Uh, a lot of very exciting things happening at, at Harris Kilts, actually, so there you go. I want to give a shout to Kyle Warren. Now, I might have mentioned this before. Kyle Warren is actually in the process of releasing a new book of music for bagpipers. He's aiming to release this new book of his at Pipe and Live Festival this incoming year. And I wanted to give him a bit of a special plug on the show this week because he's now running a crowdfunder. Now, you can go and check it out. Kyle Warren Music, of course, on social media. And he has links and everything there to his crowdfunder page where you can go and get a little donation. And for your donation, there's various little perks and stuff different levels you know if you pay 10 bucks you get so much you pay 20 bucks you get even more blah that kind of stuff go and check it out crowdfunder kyle warren and the launch of his new book he's trying to raise a little bit of cash so he can get it lifted off the ground so awesome stuff there you go go and check that out now I am not going to start reading more lists, but I have to give a special uh, mention to the National Piping Centre's annual junior competition was held this past weekend. Now, the full results from the junior competition are all up there now on the National Piping Centre's website, or you can go to bagpipe.news for the full results. And I have to say, so many incredibly talented kids involved in this. Uh, I I just don't know. If I could play like half of these kids, you know... (laughs) Where would I be now? I'm in my 40s. Incredible stuff. I'm not in my 40s yet. You know, I'm not 40 yet. 
But yeah, so many incredibly talented children going through this junior competition each and every season. It's just fantastic to see that our piping world is in a very healthy place. Okay, swiftly moving on. Did you know that's less than six months to the world? It's less than six months till the big year. Yeah. Yep, less than six months and we'll be standing on Glasgow Green crowning our new world champions. Now, just just drink that in for a little bit. All right? You have less than six months to wait until the piping and drumming Christmas. <laughs> yeah, for us, the holidays have came and went. And yeah, Valentine's Day and all that nonsense. Nah, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Whoopee. It's the world's. The world's is where it's at. And that's our focus each and every year. And can you believe it's less than six months? <laughs> I can't wait. Now, I have to mention on this week's podcast then about Roddy McLeod. Now, we did mention recently about how Roddy had announced he was stepping away from the role of director and everything there at the National Piping Centre. So, hey, he has now finally said his final farewells and he has left. So, yeah, he's stepped down from his role as director of the Piping Centre and everything. And it's just... Yeah, it's it's been a very heavy heart because he's been there for like 24 years. So it's, yeah, Roddy, you are an absolute legend. And over your 24 years of tireless hard work there at the National Piping Centre, it, it bodes well. You know, I've just mentioned there about that youth competition that happened and all the rest. And then there's tons of other events happening in the Piping Centre. You know, that place is buzzing at the minute. There's so much happening at the National Piping Centre there in Glasgow. It's just fantastic. So, Roddy, you've left it in very good, uh, fine fiddle. And we wish you well with whatever your venture is going to be in the future. And uh, maybe you're just going to enjoy some proper well-earned retirement so they <laughs> who knows uh, so yes as a result the national piping center have began the process to fill the two leadership roles within its business and that's the director of piping that roddy used to do and then of course the director of the national youth pipe band of scotland which was alistair mclaren's job so like we said roddy was in his post for 24 years and alistair was in his for 10 so if you are interested go to the national piping center website where they are <coughs> inviting applications all you have to do is download the application form you can look at the job description and all of that sort of stuff and yeah put your name down you never know if you do think that you could fulfill the role uh, then applications are invited now and yeah you have up until march 6th to get them in so there you go now's your opportunity and uh trust me these are some quite big gilly brogues to fill uh so yeah roddy mcleod alistair mclaren two giants in the piping world Hmm. Plenty of speculation at the moment. Plenty of rumours as to who we think could be possibly filling those shoes. But uh, yeah, us in the Rab Show, we try to steer away from rumour. And we only really want to try and report facts. So, sorry guys. The rumour machine does keep turning. But yeah, we'll wait until we get the formal announcement, I suppose. But yeah, March the 6th is the closing date for applications. So go along now, National Piping Centre's website, and put your application in if you're fancy it. Shout out to Klaus Kelt. Yeah! Now, not only are Klaus Kelt throwing a huge pre-season concert, of course, that I might have mentioned at least half a dozen times. Uh, Yeah, Saturday 18th of April, 2020 Vision. Get your tickets. Go to the Marketplace Theatre box office now in Armagh. Grab tickets for it because you get to see bands such as Grancha, Ocaran, Tully Lagan. Yeah, go on the lagging. 
You'll also have St. Mary's Derry Trasna, Kloss Kelt themselves, the hosts and the Giants Field Marshal will also be there. So yeah, grab your tickets for that. But I'm also giving Kloss Kelt a bit of a shout because they're holding another breakfast morning. You, They're calling it Kloss Kelt's Big Breakfast. Now this is very similar to Altnave Memorials. This is going to be held on Saturday, 14th of March as well. So this will be held at 9am until noon in Drumgoolin Presbyterian Church. So there you are. And uh, yeah, all proceeds are going towards help uh, run the band and all of that. Just doing a spot of fundraising. So again, if you fancy a big dirty Ulster fry for a fiver, then uh, yeah, why not? Go along, help support the band, get yourselves a big decent fry up and yeah, help, yeah. Just to help support the band. Be awesome. Also, another band doing a spot of fundraising are, yeah, my own band, North Texas. <laughs> North Texas Caledonian Pipes and Drums are still doing a bit of heavy fundraising. These guys are planning to come to the World Championships in 2020. So they need all the help they can get. So, yes, they're running a bit of an event. Going to be held on Thursday, February the 20th. Actually, so just tomorrow, in fact, <laughs> from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. is going to be called Sip and Support. It's going to be hosted by Divine Wine. There you go. It's going to be on Eastbridge Street and Granbury. All sorts of awesome. So I like the sound of that. Sip and Sip. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sip and Support. Awesome stuff. So there you go. North Texas Caledonian doing a spot of fundraising. Awesome stuff going along and help support the band there as they venture across to the worlds. So, yes, we may not be the premier pipe band podcast and we um, we may not be telling you that snare drums have slinkies. But, yeah, we do hope that we manage to bring you all of the latest piping news each and every week here to the podcast. So that's it for the news section right now. <laughs> um, so, yes, I think it's at this point of the show that I finally get to go into the house, make myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Scott Wood, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. And if anything, I think this Topic of the Week has been rattling on now for what I think is months. And finally, we have her here (laughs) in front of a microphone. My missus. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I'm a busy woman. You are a busy woman, just the same as myself, to be honest. So, yes, we asked our listeners of the Rab Show podcast to send in our questions to my missus. And this was quite a while ago. And these were all kind of sitting in the back burner. And now we're getting a bit of a breather. Just ahead of Gary Smith's charity evening, which is this weekend. We'll talk more about that. But, yeah, we now got a chance to sit and have a yarn with you. So, hello. Hello. 
<laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Aye, for those who don't know, I am a happily married man. I said it on episode one. And do you want to introduce yourself? My name's Sarah, and I've been married to Robert now for about 17 years, thereabouts. Well, shall we get started, shall we? There's a whole bunch of questions here that all the listeners of the Rab Show Pod has just all sent in. Tons of emails. So everyone who sent them in, we're not going to read out names, by the way, because it would have took too long to note down names. But thank you, everyone, who sent in questions. Some real interesting ones here. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on these. And well, go for it and have pass if I want to. Uh, some of these will be quite, yeah, interesting. <laughs> Let's get to it. Well, first of all, the number one question, top of the pile, is you exist? Yes, I think I'm here anyway. <laughs> Just about, says you. Uh, you do exist. Yeah, I know you've never featured on the show, ever. No, on any of your shows. On any of them, even on Fuse, on when well, you were on the BBC once. Oh yeah, I, just, I said about Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, that Valentine's Day went well. People thought that you hated me, saying mm. that you love chocolate more than your husband or something. I just said Valentine's Day was a farce. Yeah, well, that's yeah. probably right. I and we're just past Valentine's Day, so there you go. You didn't make it on the Radio Ulster this time, Ren. No, Jim's dead instead. <laughs> Grand. So that comes into the next question then. And how come we have never seen you? Um, I was on the pipe band scene about 20 years ago um, when I joined uh, the Quinn Memorial to spend more time with Mr. Rob Lennox. So yeah, you were part of the piping <coughs> scene because I, I did drag you into it, kicking and screaming. No, I didn't go kicking and screaming. I went willingly back then. That's because I was young and naive and a little bit stupid. <laughs> um, I played tenor for approximately two years. And um, even when I finished playing, I followed um, as a, a wife and girlfriend group. And yeah. we cheered you on at every competition. Mm-hmm. And I was at every single competition. Uh, even in the beer tent with you. Yep, um, yep. And you even went to practices too some nights. I didn't go when the band, when I stopped playing, no. No, that's true. Yeah. But I did go to every practice. I tried very hard to be a good tenor drummer. You did. You've done okay, to be fair. I could say that because I was your lead tipper at the time as well. Uh, yeah, I had an unfair disadvantage. Awkward. <laughs> So, yeah, well, that's obviously one of the questions then is how have you ever become involved in piping and drumming? So you were involved. You were playing tenor drum with the Quinn Memorial for a couple of years. I was, yes. And I stopped following then because the Quinn folded and it just wasn't the same anymore. Mm. Competitions weren't the same. You didn't have the same camaraderie there that was there before. Friendships seemed to be very distant after that. I just didn't like it. That's it. And then it wasn't long after you left, whenever we started rebuilding the band, that we started winning all the majors, and you weren't playing with us anymore. No, I proved to be a bad luck charm. (laughs) Because as soon as you left, we started winning all around us. And uh, your replacement, actually, we want a name drop here. Who was your replacement in the Quinn? Vicky. Vicky Vicky Kane. Kane. Who turned out to be a tenor drummer after the Quinn with the field marshal. Yeah, she did very, very well. Yeah. Much better than I ever did. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so how you could have been in field marshal, you never know if you stuck at it. Oh, definitely not. I couldn't swing. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, I have to go on to some other questions then. What does being the wife of Rab entail? I don't know what that question means, but it's quite vague. 
being very, very supportive, very understanding, and very tolerant because Mr. Rab Lennox is hardly ever home. As well as, of course, being the usual wife, I have to cook and clean Mm. and um, mind the kids. Mind the kids and do the usual wifey crap that men tend to turn their back on. Like laundry and housekeeping, hoovering floors and stuff. Yeah. All that. I must point out to get my husband to do any of that, I have to write a list. That's very true. Actually, if I don't have a list of stuff, I always forget about it. And I'm off doing show stuff instead. (laughs) Do you ever ever find that? Yeah, the hoovering doesn't get done. No. (laughs) I'd have to agree. Yeah, as much as it shines me in a negative light. That's very true. Uh, So, yeah, that's what it takes to be the, the wife of me. Awesome. So... Yeah, that's one of the questions, actually. So I drum, and I, I'm now playing bagpipes. I do the podcast, I work for the BBC, and I do Fuse. And yeah, that, that's the question. Am I ever home? Very, very rarely. Hmm. You're out on a Monday night with BBC Ulster, and mm-hmm. a Tuesday night with Fuse. You're out on a Wednesday night doing podcast, podcast. And you're out at the weekends, either filming pipe bands, or gigs, or, or interviewing. Mm-hmm. So I get out on Thursday night, because it's the only night of the week that I can get out, but, and we see each other maybe one night in the week. But Thursday nights, I've got piping lessons. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> overlap there. Yeah. You leave James yeah. in the house unattended. Aye. While you sit in the kitchen. Me and Andy sits in the kitchen and we sit and pipe away. It's great crack. But I'm, I'm getting the kids involved. Elizabeth's there with me. You know, our daughter's learning how to pipe too, so... Yeah, you have the oldest one with you while the youngest one sits on his own. And wrecks the house. Yes. Yeah, and that's fair. <laughs> so, yes, I think the next question is, have you ever been involved in bands? I think we have answered that. You yeah. have been involved. Did you ever win prizes and stuff as part of the Coin Memorial Corps? Okay, I think we won the odd prize here and there, but mm. we didn't start winning until, as you said, the year after I left. Yeah, like, like there wasn't any big major wins. I think we won a few of the minors. I mm, think very I, I, few. Yeah, I think it was only a handful, really. The band was struggling at that time. The only medal I got was the 20th anniversary medal that the Quinn gave everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> for the band that celebrated its anniversary at the time. That's right, I remember that. Yeah, I think you also have a pin for when the branch uh, received their 75 years or something. We all got special pins. Yeah, I think I have that. Yeah, you didn't have to do anything to get it. You just had to turn up to a competition. (laughs) I didn't have to be good or bad. No, you just got your wee pin. There you go. So can I ask then, so this is probably a pretty valid question. It's been asked by a number. Uh, Why did you step away from playing? Mm, Main reason was bad health. Bad health, really? Um, carrying a tenor drum when you've got a bad back isn't really recommended. Mm. And the strain on that and carrying a kilt. Oh my God, kilts are so heavy. Mm. Um, so no, that was the main reasons why I gave it up. And this is all before the days of harnesses. Like you never played with a harness on or anything? There's no way I could have played with a harness on. No, and I don't think tenors use harnesses anyway. But if even if they did, you wouldn't wear one anyway. So, no, and that was around the time where Premier still hadn't figured out how to make light tenor drums. These were the proper heavy yokes, not your hospital ones you see nowadays, which are real lightweight and all the rest. This was one that was like a half stone weight. I even asked for a kid's one. I asked you to cut a drum in half. You did did ask for a cut down (laughs) drum, yeah, but we couldn't because you were playing the the proper, yeah, the tone that we needed. It was a joke. (laughs) So that brings us on to the next question then. What has been your most memorable moment in piping and drawing? 
my most memorable moment um i suppose it's more a memorable year um the year after i left mm-hmm. um supporting the band as they they seemed to win prize after prize um yeah. as leading tip um we got a great band of girls together note there was no boys following it was always girls yeah, yeah. Um, wives and girlfriends and we were the cheering squad for the Quinn Memorial in fact I think we were more known than you guys were you you guys were pretty famous yeah you just made your own t-shirts and oh, stuff too oh we made t-shirts and we made banners yeah we were all out <laughs> we went all out yeah, and I think that was the same year. It's like 2002, I think, we won the Champion of Champions that year. Yeah. It was the first time we lifted it. And you guys were more celebrated than the band was, if I remember right. We, we went nuts. We walked down Portrush Main Street and the crowd were cheering for you guys. And <laughs> we were coming behind you and people had stopped clapping at that stage. <laughs> That's because there was so many of us. Yeah, there was a whole big crowd. So, no, very entertaining stuff. So, with that in mind, you did say that there was nothing but women and girlfriends and wives and all of that involved in the supporting party. Uh, that brings me on to the next question then. Have you ever experienced sexism or sexual harassment in the piping world? No, I haven't personally experienced sexism or sexual harassment. Not unless you want to count you, my husband. Or uh, you were my boyfriend back then. So, so I was, um, what, sexually harassing you? Um, yeah, you could count that. <laughs> No, come on, that's not fair. I knew you before bands, so I kind of dragged you into it. You were still... Sexually harassing you? Yeah. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Grant. (laughs) But no, overall, like, you weren't refused a position in the drum corps. You weren't told, oh, you're you're a woman, you can't drum. Or, you know, you're a woman, you can't pipe. There was nothing... Memorial had a load. We had at least... Three, maybe four pipers, female pipers. Yeah, that's true. Um, now, there was only me on the drum corps. Um, but as I say, Vicky replaced me. So it was like for like. We had another girl step in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was any females in the drum corps. But no, no, there wasn't. It is a very male-dominated world. It is. Yeah, can I ask then, with being the only woman in the corps at that time, was it difficult hanging out with a bunch of fellas? All the time? Not really, but I think it's because I'm more of a tomboy and I'm kind of on the same mindset as them. So Yeah, well, you give as good as you got with some of yeah. guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I certainly haven't experienced any sexism or anything like that in the piping world, but obviously there is people out there who have experienced it. That's going to be a future podcast, by the way, for anyone listening. We do hope to put a specialist episode together on this topic again. We're going to go back and revisit it. So if you are interested in this topic and maybe you have experienced it, then you can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. You like the way I worked that in there? Mm. There you go. Grant, so, yeah, that brings me on to the next question. And we're talking on the topic of sexism and women in general and piping and drumming. Do you, what do you think about the role of women nowadays in 2020 in piping and drumming? There's very few in the way of female pipe majors and things like that. I think that women are just as capable as men in any role. In fact, I think in the role of leadership, I think that a woman would probably be more suited because we're more organized. That's true. You can multitask better. And not only that, we're there's quite a few men out there who their main goal of the day is to get to the beer tent whereas a woman can step back and say no i don't i'm not going to do that today that's a fair point actually i can't disagree with that so no i I do think that women would probably be better in some roles but unfortunately um 
priorities come along in women's lives, such as children. See, that's it. It, uh, if yeah, anybody's yeah. going to give up, like if I had it continued in the pipe band mm-hmm. world and we had kids, one of us was going to have to step back and you weren't. It would definitely have so to be is me. It, is it a stubbornness thing then with men that we don't quit piping and drumming just no, because a kid lands? Is I it a stubborn thing? I think it's just tradition that the woman is seen to be the main caregiver to yeah, but that, that sounds very sexist, though, and almost chauvinistic in a way. It is very I'm the so. fella. I'm not minding the wings. Well, can we look at it from a different point of view? Now, you look, next time you go to a pipe band competition, you look around you, mm-hmm. and you see how many women are carrying the capes <laughs> or any pipe band The water equipment, bottles. The water and, bottles, uh, yeah. the capes, and you look and see how many men's doing that. That's a fair point. Yeah, I noticed that myself even this last few years. Yeah. But even when I was following the bands, I noticed it was always women who, like I got lumbered with about 20 capes at one you stage. A cape carrier, and yeah. And by the time I actually reached the ring, you guys had finished playing. <laughs> I kept dropping them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That's possibly one of, you know, the main roles of a wife or girlfriend in the piping world is a cape carrier. Water bottle. Water bottle carrier, hip flash carrier, Mm -hmm. all of that, yeah. It's interesting, you know, and I I kind of agree with you that women could be just as capable, if not more so, probably, in in the bagpipe and more especially in the roles of leadership. And we're seeing it coming through now. There are more female female pipe majors coming through, and now with, you know, snare drummers like Rachel Tom and the likes coming through winning world championships now. What would you think? Right. Say hmm. you and I had been in a band together. Yeah. I'm pipe major, you're leading tip. Mm-hmm. We're both good and we have kids and one of us has to step back. Well, who steps back? Who steps back there? Oh, If I don't the pipe know. major steps back, the band might fold. Yeah, but if the lead tipper steps back, then the back line might fold as well. I've seen that happen. The lead tippers step away for one reason or another, say through work or that. And they hand the reins over to somebody. I have noticed, like, uh, other mm. other couples, maybe the babies, cared for by other wives and girlfriends. Yeah. Which is fine, but um, it tends to get a bit boring, or maybe they don't trust others, yeah. because it seems to stop after a year. No, that's true. I've noticed that. That's a fair point, actually. There you go. I can see a lot of people agreeing with you. They could be emailing us in there going, I agree with Rab's missus. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, interesting topic. I think this could be a possible topic of the week right there. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be revisiting the whole thing about sexism and the role of women in piping and drumming. I think there's a big story to tell there. Did you, you were saying about the the leading, uh, no, the drummer, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Does she have kids? Rachel Taunt? No, she doesn't give it. No. See. Is that is that like an overlying factor then? That if you have kiddos, you can't compete? It's not that you can't compete. It's more difficult to compete. Right. It just adds an extra layer of difficulty. It adds a lot of stress to the situation. Hmm. Getting the kids out, getting them cared for while you um, take part, it's it's all very stressful. Yeah. But is that exclusive to women, though? Well, Do the fellas say, not get I, that too? I don't see very, men, very many guys following. Hmm. When I look around, it's all the women following in ordinary clothes. It tends to be when the guy's there, they're usually in the band too. Well, that's true, actually. Yeah, they're normally connected with it. Yeah. Aye. Interesting. We'll have to look at this. This will, yeah, definitely be one to look at. But I was, we were just talking about this off the air, about encouraging our own kids getting involved in this. 
and this is kind of our way of dragging our kids into all of this. Like I say, Elizabeth's learning how to pipe at the minute. What are your thoughts about encouraging our youngsters to get involved? I don't stop them from getting involved, but I'm not going to push them. Because if I push them and they join a band and they get too involved in it and they don't want to be involved, I'll be the worst in the world. And it's all your fault. So as yeah. they're time enough anyway. I think um, I've seen in my time during bands a lot of teens drinking at the back of the bus that shouldn't have been drinking at the back of the bus. And yeah, we don't encourage that, by the way. Yeah, no, now, no. That, now that I'm older, I probably look back <laughs> and think, that was maybe a little bit wrong. Yeah. And I probably would have been one of those teenagers at one point. Well, you might have done. But um, Plausible deniability there. Well, I was nearly 18. <laughs> borderline 18 so yeah. it's okay yeah so no i would agree with you you know introducing kids to the piping world is a wealth of positive but it's also can be a wealth of negative as well you know with the whole world of alcohol and the whole viciousness of competition as well you know my band's better than your band kind of thing and rivalries and getting kids involved in that it can either build or completely not confidence of kids that's true because they try their best and they play their best and if they don't win or they get slagged, then it destroys them. Mm. Whereas they could be absolutely fantastic and the band do amazing and their confidence and they get to be too big-headed. Well, so I... you've got both ends of the stick there. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite end of the scale. Yeah, right enough. Okay, well, our kids want to do it, I think. Elizabeth's keen to, to take up piping and yeah, so we are certainly not pushing uh so yeah it's good to see her getting involved i don't know do you think our wee fella he's too young at the minute right enough to lift sticks or a chanter do you think he'd have any indication of wanting to do it i asked him and he said no okay i asked him did he want a drum he said no i said do you want to use daddy's drum kit and maybe drum on a kit hmm. no do you want a pipe and elizabeth answered for him no i pipe all <laughs> oh, right okay so we've already got a piper in the house so she's yes. answered for him Ah, well, he's young yet, you know? I don't know. It's early doors. Who knows? He likes to make noise, so, I, I, well, potentially he could be a drummer. I'd say he would be, yeah, to be fair. All right, on to the next question then. Uh, right, um, yes, thoughts on the show. Have you ever listened to an episode of The Rap Show, either on Fuse or here on the podcast? I have listened to a few. Now, keep in mind, I listen to you... Every day. <laughs> and to have to listen to enough. you when you're not there mm. can sometimes be too much. Right. So um, <laughs> I do listen every now and again. That doesn't take away from the fact that I'm really, really proud and I think you're doing great and Aww. you seem to be reaching a, a really wide audience. Um, it's just... Um, I, I like your, your page and everything. Well, yeah, you did, I, on yeah, Facebook. I, I liked, was impressed I with page. that. Yeah. I just don't listen. <laughs> very often well that's because i live with you and as you say you have to listen to my face all the time not only that when you listen to it back i have to listen to it in the background which is yeah so if i listen to it i end up listening to it twice because the second that, time i don't listen to it voluntarily yeah but that's because i'm like doing the editing and stuff in the house so you get you have to hear all that yeah yeah i try very hard to tune it out i'm constantly getting shouted at use your headphones so yeah <laughs> so you you do kind of you, yeah you have an appreciation for the show then that's that's good actually it's good to know because you don't normally talk about me on the show and whether you like it or not <laughs> you never ask no well that's i'm kind of scared to ask you know mm. in case you go nah it's horrible hate it 
No, you're probably afraid that I'm going to say I don't want you to do this anymore. Well, that could be too. You're taking too much time away from me and the kids. Yeah, pull the plug. We need you here to fix fences and paint walls and Very good clean point. windows. Our fence hasn't been painted in three years. No. I've been busy. I know. Hey, it's not a coincidence, though, that the podcast launched about three years ago. No, but can I just point out, like, <laughs> pipe bands are on every Saturday during the summer. That's true. And From May, yeah. That's when you need your your fence painted and the grass cut. And, and the weather's good. When do men in pipe bands get time to do that stuff? Don't. Really? Like, if it wasn't for your dad, our grass would never get cut. That's very true. You need to buy your yeah. dad a really big thank you card. Shout out to my dad. Cheers. <laughs> so, but yeah, honestly, that that is the truth. Plus, imagine if I was running the band practice two or three nights a week and a competition on the Saturday. And then if there was a major and I was traveling, you know, across to Scotland or wherever. I really would be a lone parent. You would be. Aye, I so. feel like a lone parent now, but I really would be <laughs> because I would never see you. Yeah, well, that's it. And I'm sure there's hundreds out there who do it every year, day and daily. Oh, they do the band, but they probably don't do the radio. No. Which is why I made you pick. That's the difference. Yeah. So at the minute, I made the choice then between either band or doing this radio thing. Yeah. And I must admit, I'm a little bit nervous because you're now learning to pipe. Yeah. And you're still drumming. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, right, is he going to take this on as well as the radio? Because I, yeah. could, I could probably say that your listeners would want you to pick the radio. Mm, I don't know. Well, I'll put a poll out there then. Well, ask them, yeah, like, do you a... think I should join okay. the band yeah. and give up the radio stuff mm-hmm. or continue with the radio stuff? That's a good one. There you go. Question for you guys. You can email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Do you think I should jack in the radio and take up playing again? <laughs> <laughs> all right um let's move on both his wife said so uh, yeah all right so you started all this yeah. so if the rap show dies it's your fault <laughs> no it's 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 your fault because you chose to, to play well, instead <laughs> right, that's true yeah uh so that brings us on to the next question is there such a thing as a pipe band widow oh yeah definitely you think without so without a doubt why so sure why because um bands are so involved like um, you're out two nights a week. Mm-hmm. You're not only out two nights a week. You're probably practicing after your dinner. Mm-hmm. It's just a constant. It's almost an addiction. Yeah, pipe bands. It is though. It is. It is an addiction. And if you really, really, really want to win, then you spend a lot of your time practicing and um, avoiding friendships and relationships and everything else. Not tonight. I have band practice. That famous old saying. Oh, I've heard that many times throughout my life. <laughs> Not tonight. I've band practice. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think your dad was a little bit worried when we first started going out because you stopped going to band practice. It was For two a- weeks. I missed two weeks practice. Yeah, because you wanted to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. And I think he was getting a little bit worried that you were going to jack it in for he a did. woman. He got a little nervous. Yeah. Not going to lie. Um, but after two weeks, I was straight back to band practice again. And picked up where I left off. What were your thoughts then? Whenever whenever me and you first met, for example, and like we were, what, teenagers at the time? Mm-hmm. I was 17 or something. I was 15, you were 16. Is that how young? Oh, wow. I'm so old. Um, so back then, do you remember me telling you I play in a pipe band? 
Yeah, and I hadn't a clue what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about um, the kind of band that walks on the 12th or... Um, oh, does, does parades, parades and stuff, yeah. When I went to a competition, I was completely dumbfounded. Uh, you took me to Cookstown competition and mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. scale and the size and the noise. Oh my God, I've never heard so many bagpipes all at once. That was my first time and it was overwhelming. It was well, just, what was your first impression of it? You know, was it good, bad or just overwhelming? It was really, really interesting um, for somebody that has no idea that this was existing and mm. um, you come along and you see all these guys and the, they're playing their hearts out, trying to win. Yeah. Um, now, it did take me a little minute to get my head around and think to myself, what is going on here? And when you finally explained it all, um, but I did make a few my, a few mistakes myself. Um, I didn't stand when I was supposed to and... Um, all of that stuff, yeah, yeah. Aye, you you turn to the left instead of turn to the right, and all that kind of stuff. So that the... was when I was playing. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about my very first competition. Oh. I didn't realize that you had to stand, stand and... for the lament and everything. Yeah, aye. You didn't tell me that bit. <laughs> of course, you a, were I thought it was a given. You see, I'm yeah, your... you abandoned me and um, left and made me complete. But I, I had to go and do the grand finale, so you could do what you like. <laughs> I did. I made an idiot myself. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, so it is in the water. It is one of them things that it's just like I'm still getting stopped nearly every day now by a lot of folks who say, "Well, Rob, did you hear about this competition? Is it still going?" And people are always talking to me about piping and drumming. Do you find that here in Northern Ireland that everyone's connected with the piping scene? I find it when I'm out with you. We can't. No, I I would not go to a competition with you. Why? Because Elizabeth went and she says that it was so infuriating. Every two steps you got stopped. And she yeah. said she will never, ever go to a competition with you ever again. Why though? Because I get stopped to say hello to people? Because she wanted to go and see a band yeah. and she couldn't because you were standing Gavin. Oh, right. Standing slabbering, talking. Yeah. She can go and do her own thing. You know, she's big enough. She doesn't need me to she go She was there. 11 at the time. Well, okay. That was a couple of years ago then. Well, okay. I can take that. <laughs> Maybe going to a competition with me would be a different experience if you were going with someone else. Yeah, I yeah. would. May well, if I went with you, I may as well be on my own. That's true. Because That'd I'm be pretty focused. Nobody knows who I am, and um, <laughs> they all know who you are. So I may as well just walk on. Well, they're they're going to know who you are now, Sarah. To be honest, no, there's no image. Uh... I can still remain anonymous. <laughs> Okay, well, that could be something our listeners could request, though. Can we see a 48-year message? There you go. Right, on to the next question, then, shall we? We'll breeze right past that. Uh, have you any words of advice, then, for wives or girlfriends of pipe banders? Yeah, um, join or expect to be left behind. Really? That's your advice? Yeah. Join or get left behind? Well, if you don't join, you're going to be the one that's left holding the pipe and capes <laughs> the capes and, and the, the water bottles and all of that. Um, so, was that you, your motivation then for picking it up? Really? Well, you spend a hell of a lot of time on your own when you don't. If there's that's no true. like uh, when we were with the Quinn, it was different. You had that band of supporters there, and you yeah. you had people to hang out with. But um, if you're in a band and you have been in bands before where there is no little clique and um, mm. there's no friendships there beyond the fact that the band is there mm-hmm. um it can be very lonely it can be incredibly lonely you're away practicing you're away playing in the ring mm-hmm. then you're away the finale um 
you're lucky if you get maybe two, three hours of the day actually with the person that you went with. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fair point. So either join or get left behind. Either get involved or just dip out. There you go. That is good advice. <laughs> All right. So can I ask another question? I'm talking about families and stuff and getting involved. Uh, what could be done to encourage families to get involved in all of this? Have you any thoughts on that? I think competitions need to be made for more family friendly. Um, I remember taking James to a competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first competition we took him to. And besides when he was a baby, and may I point out that there is no facilities no. Anybody bringing a child. First of all, <laughs> the grounds trying to push a buggy is a nightmare. Nightmare, yeah, I um, agree with that. Steps, um, trying to get up the steps with a buggy in Cookstown competition. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, changing facilities. Well, that, Where that are doesn't you happen. expected to change your child? In a portal loop. In a portal loop, <laughs> which is disgusting because men yeah. do not know how to, they don't know how to aim. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Porta Luz can be gross. There's um, nothing yeah. for the kids to do. Absolutely nothing. Um, you've got kids there that are too young to understand what a competition is, are too young to understand what daddy is so focused on and they want his attention. Hmm. You need something to distract the kids while the, the men or the women are out there playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a competition. I get that and I understand but if you want to draw families to it, you need to provide something for them to so distract you're, them. You're talking while like people... fairgrounds and things like that. Like we've seen that at the Scottish where they have fairgrounds, fairgrounds and petting zoos, anything. Face and, painting. And, and <laughs> make it cost effective. Like mm. you see this carry on a pen, £20 a ticket. Um, yeah. We do realize that the cost of living has gone up so much that people are struggling mm. to get by with groceries and then you ask for £20 a ticket and say, oh, the kids can go free if they're under five. Um, yeah. Oh, well, we have a 13-year-old and a seven-year-old, so, oh, that's us screwed. That's 85. <laughs> Yay. That's one week's groceries gone. That's true. That's been a future, well, a previous topic, I should say. We talked about entry fee into competitions. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, can I point out, pipe bands are incredibly expensive. That, well, hell yeah. I have to agree they with that. They are a very expensive hobby. Definitely. Um, between traveling to competitions um paying in if you're going to spectate and support your other half mm-hmm. um and be left behind um <laughs> <laughs> uh the whole thing is now I, I i'm grateful that the band supply the uniform and you only have to pay a band That's true fee or a band due pay your band dues but, um, your travel your entry fee like even the words, and you're expected to go to the words because you're playing in the band. That's you may as well give up your summer holiday because you can't afford to do both. No, exactly. But I do think that the whole experience is very, very expensive. It is entirely, and that is the case from the guys from Four B all the way to Grade One, oh, all it in the matter. same, all, all in the same, same boat. Bro- yeah, like I've been chatting to some of the guys in the top mm, grades, literally all in the same boat. Yeah, in the same boat. I see him ferry going over. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, no, I talked to ones in the top flight, and you think that these bands all have big sponsorships and stuff, and you think, oh, they're loaded. But they're all out the same cash, and they're out the same holidays from work and all of that. They go through all the same struggles as everyone else. But so I would agree with you. It is a bit of a money pitch. And uh, with myself included, I might not be playing at the moment. 
But I do a hell of a lot of travel. I go to like all the competitions. I do shows and interviews and all sorts all over the place. So I may as well be in a pipe band. Yeah, and it's not as if you um, get it for free or anything, just because. No. You no, know, it's some some competitions. If you if you're actually officially there in media capacity, but it has to be yeah. for the likes of BBC or something. That's true. They yeah. sometimes give you free entry, but a lot of the times you are paying the same entry free as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, you're out for the day, so you've got your food and all to buy. That's right. And yeah, yeah. unless you have a really, really good supportive wife that's brought a picnic for you, <laughs> your your those burger vans are gonna. Kick your backside. That's right, yeah. They charge you five, six pounds for a burger. Oh, easy. Definitely. Easy. Yeah. You'll not get much change out of a tenner, that's for sure. No. And that's just for you. Imagine bringing the family. That's it. And two kiddos to feed and all of that. And ah, yeah. Piping and drumming can be a bit of a money pit. And I was asked one time before if I could give myself a warning before I got involved in all of this. That would be it. I would just how much it would financially cost you to be involved in this scene. Do you know what I mean? But I know as much as we're being negative here about how much of a horrible thing it is for kids and how financially deprivental it is to your life, it's also the love of the music. You know, we do do this because we love that sound. Do you have kind of an appreciation yourself for the music itself? Well, you know, do, do you I, understand why we do this? I like the music and I understand the whole competition and I do appreciate that it is good for kids and does build their confidence. And um, but it does feed that addiction and causes the addiction, which then <laughs> it I gets under your helps, skin. Helps the association. Oh, I see you're getting controversial now on my podcast. Behave yourself. <laughs> All right, yeah, it it does. It helps the whole thing. It helps the piping scene, and it does help the association when you pay your dues. <laughs> we'll breeze right over that. We'll go somewhere else. Okay. Next question, maybe? Okay. Yeah, next question. Uh, next question is, will we see or hear you again? Or is this a one-off? That's an interesting Who question. Who knows? Um, it took months for you to come on to this episode. I'll not be playing again. You're not going to play again? No. That, that's my next question. Um, I couldn't. My health wouldn't let me. But I might go to competitions in the future mm-hmm. if I ever actually get some time um, between work. And I might point out that both Robert and myself work mm. full time. Well, we do. Yeah, I have a full time so, job. Yeah. Um, and then the kiddos, mm-hmm. I, I get stuck with them because he's always not here. Just yep. pointing that out. <laughs> um, and like, for example, today I'm off work. I'm having to bake James a birthday cake because it's his birthday this week. It's weekend. coming up. Yeah. I um, haven't get stuff ready for the party. I um, just go, 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 go. And um, you're lucky you got 40 minutes out of my busy yeah. schedule to come Because the cake's are in the oven. So I got a chance to get a podcast with you. Yeah, if it starts <laughs> to beep, it's over. I know, I'm just, I'm very wary of that, that fact, actually. So before I let you go then, can I ask you what your favourite cheese is? Big my Rab Show staple. favourite cheese is probably a really, really rare one for you. Um, What's that? I'm always on a diet, so it's low, low cheddar. Oh, that low-fat stuff? Yeah. That's not cheese. It's fake cheese. Ugh. God. But I can't eat real stuff. Right, I see. That's because I'm on diets and stuff. Yeah. There you go. There's an insight. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and agreeing to chat to us. I'm sure a lot of our listeners may well have found that interesting, or not, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but either way, I appreciate it. Thanks. I've got some perspective there. And actually, uh, we 
may have some future topic of the weeks there. I'll be talking about the role of women in piping and drumming, talking on sexism and sexual harassment and all of that kind of horrible stuff. Views on how to make competitions more friendly, exactly. family friendly. That's another one. Yeah. So without putting the cost on, of course. Well, that's it, without slapping the bill on the spectators. Yeah. So tons of great stuff. And if anything, guys, we would like to know your opinion. You can email us in on any of the topics we spoke about and you can email us in bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks again for tuning in and downloading each and every week. And if you haven't already, please consider clicking subscribe because then each and every week you'll get a little notification. Bing! To let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Don't forget to check us out on our social media, our Facebook page, our Twitter, and of course our YouTube. And Facebook actually is going to be really important this weekend because we will be broadcasting there uh, from Gary Smith's charity night, the Kids with Cancer charity night. You're not going to that, are you? No. 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 I'm babysitting. You're babysitting because I'm going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny that. We're getting a theme here. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty much the theme for the rest of 2020, I think. Yeah. So, yes, we will be live streaming little bits of it. We're not going to stream the entire thing. So, yeah, if you wanted to see the show, you needed to get a ticket, but we will be covering little bits of it. Don't forget also to tune in and get the live streamed auction where you can bid on items and help raise money for charity. Even if you're living in Australia and you want to get your hands on some drumsticks for a fiver, then you can place a bid on the live stream. Until then, I think that's me. I'm out the door. Have you anything to say? Yeah, don't forget um, Big Bart Rab Show on Patreon. Click support and become a part of the Patreon faithful. Um, just $5 per month helps support the team. Indeed. And I didn't write that out for you at all, did I? Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> and didn't Aye. know what to say. It is a shameless plug, though, but we do put a lot of work into Patreon. So there you go. Do consider clicking subscri- subscribe over there on Patreon. Five bucks a month. Tons of extra stuff you can get your hands on. And, you, yeah, you can help support us. When we go to events like this, like Gary Smith's thing, and we go and fly off to the worlds or wherever, all of that support over there really does mean a lot. Don't forget it? the equipment. And the equipment, yeah. Without well, these lovely mics these that sit mics in front of me. And and exactly. The recorders and... Um, all of that. There's lots and lots of leads lying about here. Yeah, it's a bit like Spaghetti Junction at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but this is all through Patreon help, so thank you. Everyone who's been clicking support, and if you haven't already, please do consider going over there. Clicking that subscribe button and yeah, five bucks a month. Like, what does five dollars get you a month? Like a loaf or something? Not much. Plus, you can get tons of extra piping content on there. Episodes of Rab Show Plus, exclusive interviews, backstage videos, tons of good stuff. Anyway, Sarah, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much again for appearing on the podcast. Did you enjoy your experience? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I mean, actually had a big cup of tea. Yeah, mine's freezing cold because I didn't get a chance to drink it. No, see, I always have mine before you come on the topic of the week, you see. Well, you didn't give me the chance to drink mine. Uh, see, there you go. Well, we'll have to bring you back then. We'll get you another cup of tea. And tell me to drink it before you start. <laughs> Aye, that's a good idea. Grand <laughs> folks, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you here in the Rab Show podcast next week. All the best. Bye. Well, that's it for another big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time guys, thanks for checking out The Rab Show Podcast and we'll see you all next week. All the best. <laughs>